Hello and welcome to Wattcast. My name is Roger Watson and these podcasts are dedicated to readings of various articles that I've had published in newspapers and magazines. They reflect my views on politics, the pandemic and current affairs. Thank you very much for listening. And the Nobel Prize goes to, this is my column for Unity News Network of the 15th of December 2023, News broke this week about how the mRNA vaccine, the one made by Pfizer, has another danger associated with it. Life is just full of surprises. According to an article in Nature, which was reported in Science, the Pfizer mRNA vaccine produces unintended proteins. But of course we're assured that there is no evidence of harm. Where have we heard that before? In these pages we have reported copiously the harms of the COVID-19 vaccines and both the AstraZeneca and the Pfizer vaccine. We have no more to fear from the AstraZeneca vaccine, despite copious assurances of both its efficacy and safety, both in the region of 100% of my memory serves me, it was withdrawn, and we have never been furnished with a satisfactory explanation. The effects of the AstraZeneca COVID-19 vaccine, as devastating as they were for some people, were short-lived. If you survived the first few weeks after taking it, you were unlikely to suffer further effects, but were almost as likely to catch COVID-19. Likewise, if you suffered a side effect, you were unlikely to suffer again as a result of the vaccine. Mind you, these are still early days, and for those who died, they can only die once. But not so with the Pfizer COVID-19 vaccine, unlike the AstraZeneca vaccine, which acted more like a classic vaccine, in that it introduced an antigen which then raised antibodies. The Pfizer vaccine introduced a strand of mRNA, which was used as a template to make the COVID-19 virus spike protein to which antibodies were then purportedly raised. However, in common with the AstraZeneca vaccine, the Pfizer vaccine also lacked efficacy. However, the Pfizer vaccine did share one property with the AstraZeneca vaccine. It also led to disabling side effects and deaths, many caused by stroke. Moreover, the Pfizer vaccine is the gift that keeps on giving, and it is now common knowledge the spike protein persists in some people long after the vaccine has been administered. The spike protein is also widely distributed around the body. Dr Neil McRae and I explain in The Daily Skeptic the mechanism whereby this probably occurs and why it is so harmful. Sadly, some recipients of the Pfizer COVID-19 vaccine are probably sitting on a health-related time bomb. Some fear that these proteins could also lead to autoimmune disease and cancer. Now the Pfizer vaccine has another surprise up its sleeve. It produces unexpected proteins. The exhortation that there is nothing to worry about is fatuous. Any schoolboy and schoolgirl who does GCSE biology knows that unexpected proteins, more commonly referred to as foreign proteins, are likely to raise an immune response. This is the body's natural way of dealing with foreign proteins, and it is not without its consequences. Clearly, if such foreign proteins are encountered in the blood and mopped up before invading other organs, then this is good, But if you get to the far reaches of the body in circulatory terms, such as the small blood vessels of the heart or brain, and an immune reaction takes place, the ensuing inflammation can be fatal. But the best is yet to come. It now transpires that the mRNA used in vaccines and other experimental mRNA therapies has one of its constituents, known as bases, uridine, replaced by a synthetic analogue pseudouridine, This substitution prevents the enzymes in the body that would normally destroy stray strands of mRNA from recognising and thus destroying the strands of mRNA introduced by the Pfizer vaccine. We were assured 
that the mRNA strands would not persist and that they would be broken down quickly by the body. This was a lie, and it transpires that they have inbuilt indestructibility. Many years ago, two researchers at the University of Pennsylvania, Catalin Carrico and Drew Weissman, discovered this property of pseudouridine. Uh, on, on Sunday, December 10th in Stockholm, they will each be awarded the Nobel Prize, one in physiology and the other in medicine. It is common for Nobel Prizes to be awarded years after the discovery for which they were being awarded. When the discovery in question, often a mundane piece of science, proves useful, in this case the Nobel Prizes are being awarded, specifically because the discovery by Carrico and Wiseman helped accelerate the development of potential mRNA vaccines and therapies. Thus, two people who, however unwittingly, helped to create a technology which has inflicted disability and death on thousands of people, are awarded the highest prize in science. The carnage continues. The inventor of the failed and demonstrably dangerous AstraZeneca vaccine received the damehood. The mendacious and gormless government advisers, known as witless and unbalanced, were already knights of the realm, but Sir Patrick Valance was awarded the Order of the Bath in recognition for his services during COVID. The extent to which science now benefits humanity is becoming less clear, but it's becoming increasingly clear that participation in science benefits some human beings immensely. This podcast was produced in association with youpublicationslimited.com.